Welcome, everyone, to the ninth episode of Tales from Planet Customer Experience. As always, my name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple of customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. We have a listener story today. A listener from Chicago reached out to us with a story, and I will tell it on his behalf. So this story begins in November of 2020. Um, At the time, our listener was a customer of Verizon and went to the store to get a new phone because he had dropped his phone and damaged the screen. So he chose a new phone and started talking to the store representative about getting it set up and having the service transferred over from the old device. So the store representative started working on it and asked for our listener's SIM card. I don't know why, but they asked Hmm. for the SIM card. And at that point, they proceeded to go to the back of the store to complete the process. So apparently it took a very long time uh, for that to to happen. And uh, the listener was actually in a rush. So he ended up asking the store manager how much longer this would take. As at that point, it was probably about an hour. So the manager of the store told him that it would take only five more minutes. And since that didn't happen, about another 30 minutes later, so about an hour and a half at this point of our listener waiting for the process to, you know, for the new phone to be registered and the data transferred over, he got really upset and he told them, hey, I'm really in a rush. I don't have time to do this. I don't want this phone anymore. I have to go. Uh, so he left, he left the store, um, in his own words, he says, I think my biggest mistake was leaving without my SIM card that day, uh, since they still had it in the back of the store. So he proceeded to walk next door to T-Mobile, get a brand new phone, new service, cause he needs a new phone, right? <laughs> this is, uh, so he still needs to get a phone and clearly, uh, it's not going to happen at Verizon. And he put in a note in the story to say, I'm constantly on the road. I liked Verizon up to this point because they have very good coverage, but this experience has definitely kind of pushed me over the edge and I needed, uh, I need. So he drops his phone. He needs a new phone, goes to Verizon. They take this. So did, did he take the broken phone? I assume it was broken. Is that what yes, you said? Yes, that's my, the screen's damaged. Okay. So, so he, he gives them the SIM card. They disappear with the SIM card, never come back. And so he just leaves with nothing in his hand. I guess he, he still, still has, has broken his broken phone. phone. Yes, he know. makes that clear that he okay. still has he, the old phone. And he literally goes next door to sign up for a brand new service with them. With T-Mobile. To, to, to T-Mobile, sorry, to T-Mobile, which is brilliant that T-Mobile is right next door I know, to them, by the way. Just, that's interesting. Uh, I could just see him walking in like, I'm done with those guys. Get me a new phone. So anyways, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, and he says, you know, that was a great experience. I walked out in under 20 minutes with a new phone, new service. Everything's fine. Wow. Um, and he even says, I'm still a T-Mobile customer to this day. But unfortunately, the story doesn't end there. So the next day he calls Verizon to make sure that his service is canceled, right? He has a new phone now. Um, And he asks the lady on the phone, hey, what will be my final bill? 
uh, I've terminated service and they tell him on the phone, you don't have any outstanding balance, your phone's paid off. And apparently while he was in the Verizon store, he paid the $16 outstanding bill that he had for on his monthly bill. So he thinks that's the end of the story. I have a new phone terminated my contract with Verizon. We're good to go. Apparently that's where the story takes a turn for the worst. So at that point, he starts getting bills from Verizon. So he calls them to figure out why, right? I've terminated my service. How come I keep getting bills from you guys? And the first person he speaks to tells him that it's because he returned his old phone. First of all, <laughs> so he has to yeah, pay for like, that. First of all, I have the old phone in my hand, so that's definitely not it. And second of all, why am I paying for this? This doesn't make yeah. Even if I had returned it, why would I have to pay for it? This doesn't make yeah. any sense, right? Um, so he explains the situation of what happened in the store, and whoever is on the phone assures him that okay, yeah, we understand. You shouldn't owe anything. Of course, the bills keep coming. So he calls them again, and now the person gives him a different story. Now they say it's because he took the new phone from Verizon. He says, okay, well, what do you have to prove to me that I've taken this phone because I didn't sign for it, right? Show me any documentation I've signed and committed to this new plan or this new phone. So, of course, they can't provide that. So what they do is they connect him to the store where he was, and guess who's on the phone? the same person who took his SIM card. So he talks to the guy, he's like, hey, do you remember me? I was there, whatever, a month ago. And this is what happens. So the guy says, well, your phone's ready. Come pick it up. Oh. <laughs> he says, well, I told you I'm not interested in this phone anymore, like I said in the store. And subsequently, I've canceled service. And I still do not want this phone. So the guy gets angry, yells at him, do whatever you want, and hangs up. So, this is the, the Verizon guy yells at yes, the customer. Yes, the Verizon guy yells at the customer to, and says, okay. do whatever you want if you don't want this phone, right? Uh, so our listener, uh, of course, understandably is frustrated because bills keep coming. And he's trying to figure out how to get these uh, you know, bills to go away. So he calls them again, wanting to understand, hey, what's truly going on in your system? Why do I keep getting these bills? Uh, so he ends up telling them, it sounds like you need to do some internal investigation to confirm that I haven't gotten the phone. I've canceled my service, right? I can tell you on what date, you can look at the calls. All of this is verifiable information. So they don't tell him anything. They say, um, you know, we'll, we'll look into it. Of course, the bills keep coming, nothing's changing. And at the end of the day, uh, Verizon ends up sending him to collections. Oh <laughs> so now collections is after serious? him. So he's talking to the collections people um, uh. and he's asking them, okay, wh what is this bill you're trying to collect on? Explain to me, what am I paying for? If I know what I'm paying for, I'm happy to pay it but I don't think I owe you anything. So he explains the story to them again. And of course they don't have the details. The only thing the collection person was able to tell him is that apparently he terminated service in April of 2021. 
And as you might remember, the story takes place in November of 2020. November. So it yeah. appears that they're trying to charge him for an additional five months or so of service. So he explains to them, that's oh, not the case. Goodness. I canceled in November. Uh, and then finally he gets so frustrated and tells them that he will talk to his lawyer. And of course, at that point, they stop talking to him. So, and then he says, to this day, this is what, a year and a half now since the story, um, they continue to chase him. And he said, as of about a month ago, uh, Collections had sent him another letter to pay half the money this time of what is owed. So apparently uh, <laughs> they've kind of reduced his debt to half, but still there is no explanation of what he's paying for. Uh, there's, he doesn't understand why he's being charged and why he's being sent to collections. And he says, uh, I think I've talked to them over seven times at this point. And every time uh, uh, they tell me a different reason of what these bills are for. It's astounding to me that even at some point, a representative told me, I see from your history here that you've been a good customer of Verizon over the years. <laughs> so why did it all had to end this way? I mean, if we consider that's the end, that's wow. the end of his story, but I'm suspecting. But it's ongoing. It's, it's still, going. still going. So maybe we'll oh, get an update goodness. in the future of how all that wraps up. But I think it's just a really, it's another one of those, right? We've heard so many Comcast type stories, phone company, cable company stories. This is yeah. just another one in the pool. You know, it's interesting because, um, T-Mobile supposedly has very good service. Now, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a customer of theirs, but so it's, it'll be interesting to see if our, our listener has the same, uh, any, you know, of the same issues, but it's, it reminds me of something you once said of, uh, or maybe it was one of our, our uh, guests that, you know, as long as you pay the bills, it's fine. Right. It, it's just when there's an issue, that's yes. when things go wrong. Right. And, and I think, We've talked so often about this concept of service recovery and how service recovery makes such a big difference to a customer because, you know, I'm not going to say anybody because there are companies that don't do this well either, but sort of the day-to-day -day transactions, take your money, provide a service, that's not the hard part, right? I mean, I mean it is, and, and that should be smooth as well, but it's when something goes wrong where you really see what kind of a company this is. You really see how customer-centric right. they are, right? It, it, it's great if they can provide a service on a regular basis, but if they can't deal with that, um, you know, problem, then there's, there's, you know, they're not really designed to be customer-centric. Yeah, and, you know, I'm actually a customer of T-Mobile. Uh, oh, are you? And I've been a loyal customer of T-Mobile for, gosh, over 15 years at least. I haven't wow. changed cell providers, you know, I'm a very happy customer, but it really uh, makes me think we both recently read Fred Reichelt's new book, Winning on Purpose, and T-Mobile was one of the companies, right, that Fred talks about, yeah. Yeah. and all the things he talks about of how they've reinvented this industry, right, of how they've gotten away with all these silly fees and obstacles for customers. I didn't think of it that way until kind of Fred has really framed it. But thinking about of my experience as a customer, I love them because I don't have any issues. And when I have issues, they have the dedicated 
you know, service um, support. You talk to a person, they help you right away. Um, they have, I mean, good coverage almost anywhere. I travel internationally, have data, no issues. So uh, I see these things kind of come to life in my day-to-day -day experience as a T-Mobile customer. And I can relate to this listener story, right? From switching from Verizon to T-Mobile. And to your point, I'd love to hear how that's, uh, you know, unpack that a little bit from his experience, what that's been like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because so I've been with AT and T and 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 obviously we're not this isn't about comparing <laughs> uh phone plans or anything, but I've been with AT and T for probably about, you know, fifteen, twenty years. And um and I was I originally came to AT and T because that's what our our company had and then I think it was back in the days when you could have free calls between AT and T customers and so I put my family on AT and T. And and my experience overall has been positive with them and, and in fact there's been several times that we've gone in to an AT and T store and you know and I've got four kids and, and you know they they all have phones. We haven't done this for a while, but you know, a few years ago and I'd be like, okay, that one's up for an upgrade, but we want to use the upgrade for that one. And then we want to use this for that. Like all the, you know, and, and I remember one time actually, I think it was, um, my son was, was not going to need his phone for two years. And, but somehow I kept the number cause I switched. I can't, it was totally complicated, but they actually reached out and said, Hey, since he's not using it, we're actually going to give you a credit for the, the time that he didn't use it or something like that. So I was like, wow, that was completely unexpected. So, I don't know if that's because, like you said, T-Mobile has kind of pushed everybody to do better. Clearly, it hasn't worked for Verizon, uh, at least in this situation. But, um, but at least my experience with AT&T has been positive. Now, I know other people don't like them, and so I guess it depends on, on your situation. But anyway, so first of all, thank you to our listener for sharing this. This is fantastic. Uh, it, it's, it's a great experience, and, and we'd love to hear an update uh, whenever we uh, – whenever we, uh, you know, whenever we get a, an update on this. But second of all, to me, the principle that I learned here is day-to-day -day is important, but it's really all about that service recovery. It's really all about when something goes wrong. That's when you learn what the true character of a, of a customer or a, a company How much is. they care about their customers, right? When your true yeah. colors come yeah. out is <laughs> in the worst of times, Exactly. Right? Um, yeah. yeah, and it's something that you said, That's I think this right. comes up all the time on our podcast. Uh, when uh, when companies delight us, it's typically because they do something unexpected to surprise us, right? In your AT&T example, and I think we just heard about another example on the last episode of how when something so unexpected happens, it really... That's the memorable moment in the journey. That's what we, we remember. And what's so funny is that, especially when we're dealing with phone companies or cable companies, our expectations are so low that when things actually go well, that's that's surprising us, right? It's not even that. It's not, it's just like wow, they gave me good service. Who who would have thought that, right? So yeah, that, that I agree. That unexpected, um, especially unfortunately, especially where there's you know a low bar there but even you know even when companies where you expect a good service and then something additional happens yeah that's that really makes a big this difference. story so, is yeah, a good. good example of why we have such low expectations from our cell carriers <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's 
again, it's astounding to me that someone along the way didn't say, wait a minute, like, we just need to make this go away, you know, and the fact that it's gone to collections and, you know, that has all sorts of implications and so, wow, I feel bad. Well, anything else uh, before we close up here, Dilian, you want to add? No, I'm glad that we were able to get a listener to share their story. So we'd like to have more of those. If you have any stories to share, email us at planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you again to this listener for uh, for sharing the story. Again, you know, if you'd like to come on and be a guest, that's great. Or like Deliana said, just send us an email and we'll... We'll, uh, we can talk about your story there. So, well, thank you uh, for all of our listeners. We're we're watching our our, uh, our our listeners grow over time. So we thank you for all the support. Please go onto iTunes and review us. Give us a you know a, a, an honest review. We won't ask for uh, for five stars or whatever it is. We've learned not to do that. Uh, but yeah, give us a give us a review. Tell us what you'd like to hear. Um, and. Uh, We hope that you have a great week, and we thank you for listening, and greetings from Planet Customer Experience.